Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the Genes. Here you're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Polo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. Now we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race All-Stars 5. You guys ready to get into it? More than ready. Let's start. Please. Welcome back. And how's your week been? Ooh, very busy. Very yes. busy. Yes. Yeah. Quarantine life going great. I mean, quarantine life is fine. Just work has been very, very busy. Um, obviously, a lot of people. I've got a quick question mm-hmm. with regarding work because you're a psychiatrist or whatever you call it. Allegedly. A glorified therapist. <laughs> with quarantine happening right now, is there are you seeing a surge in like mental health issues with patients? Like, are, are more people getting crazy? <laughs> um, I've asked you to refrain from using such pejorative language, yeah. but thank you. And more people getting f***ed up. <laughs> I could. Um, obviously, I do not condone the use of such pejorative language, viewers. Um, yeah, I mean, um, coronavirus has had a lot of like primary and secondary effects, I would say, on people's mental health. I think people, obviously, I work day to day with people who usually have a pre-existing mental health condition and so worries around coronavirus the effect that could have on them their family contamination that sort of thing is an extra stress that contributes to people struggling a bit more but also Mm. um the secondary effects of not having access to um your loved ones as easily or um your other sort of hobbies interests, support systems coping strategies everything's more difficult at the moment um in addition um, things have been working differently with mental health services in the community so people haven't been having as much face-to-face contact there's a lot more telephone contact yes so people have kind of been uh, going with less support and monitoring really and so i think we're seeing a little bit of a wave at the moment of what, uh, people who've deteriorated in their mental health unfortunately what's your advice to people who are going crazy during these times again i'd ask you to refrain <laughs> using such uh, pejorative <laughs> language yeah. i really feel crazy is the right <laughs> word for it like i'm pretty sure i know what psychiatry is so. okay well in, in my professional so, but, <laughs> view you should not be using <laughs> tell me your words. professional professional prof- tell me what your advice is to anyone who's listening who's going a bit out of their mind going loco going cray cray whatever however you call it people are going people are getting crazy you're terrible muriel okay what is your advice to them um i think as much as people can i think keeping in contact with others is is imperative at the moment um whoever your most important support people are make sure you're making time uh, to connect with them at the moment mostly through uh video or phone chats i would imagine also people looking out for their loved ones especially people who are more vulnerable in terms of their mental health and checking in on them is really important okay and i think keeping a routine in these very strange times is really important as well keeping busy yes i think i think these these might sound really like basic advice um, but I, I think that's, that's important. Also, if you are a person who struggles with mental health and you are under mental health services or you see a GP regularly, you know, reach out. You, you, it, it may not be the same sort of by seeing them by, by you know, video chat or, or, or over the telephone at the moment, but it, it's something I would hope. All right. Keep reaching out to people if there you're struggling. There you go. Free advice. <laughs> we'll invoice each and every one of you or just donate to our I feel cause. Like, I feel like Fraser Crane. <laughs> My exciting things that's happened is, um, I, you know what? I've always wanted to take classes. Now, if you've done a class like F45 or like done an aerobics kind of class or a Les Mills class, I've always wanted to take those classes. I've always felt like I've, ha- I've got that kind of energy that can wake people up at 6 a.m. in I the morning. I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. And I, and I enjoy it, which is the most important thing. And also, like, it'll be a good way for me to focus on, like, you know, on, on my health. So I've started studying. I've done an online studying, clap, 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 um, so I can be one of those fitness instructors. And but you best believe I'm coming up there with my neon, my neon braces, my, my leg warmers, my... <laughs> My short shorts, my yeah, I'm coming yeah. with all of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you're going full on 80s aerobics instructor. Yeah. I'm there to work out, I'm there to do it. I want to do the damn thing. You can be very Olivia Newton John in physical, aren't you? So, I mean, hopefully, I'll finish soon. And by the time this quarantine finishes, I, I'm hoping that oh gosh, let me just turn that off. Could I'm you hoping, please, that, put your devices on I, silent. Can I, 
Like, can you professional? Be professional for five minutes? <laughs> professional? Thank you. Another exciting thing that's actually happened this week is that our McDonald's <laughs> drive through has opened. Now, that's some big stuff. That's huge stuff. We still haven't been, though, because we're actually trying our best to eat healthily at the moment. Yeah. But I anticipate this is going to be a bit of a treat for us. Well, when the queues will hopefully have died down, because I've seen the queues going right out onto the street. And to be honest, we've been enjoying our local takeaways a lot more, haven't we? I, I like to support. I think everyone should be really supporting local businesses yeah. at the moment. Okay? I, yeah. And all the more better if you see a BLM hashtag in front of their business, you you buy extra. Yes, okay? You support them even more. <laughs> you spend all your... You, you throw your cash like it's Shea Coulee on a pole. And okay. treat yourself to an extra portion of fries. And also, I think, you know, deliveries and stuff, I'd be more mindful to like tip service people and delivery people at the moment because they're really like oh, they have he been, got money well no they've been keeping, he's got they've, money they've really been like keeping things moving haven't they <laughs> we get it we and get it you get paid well it's okay, important we get to, it, Tom. it's important to show your appreciation yeah, i just don't think this is the right time for you to brag about your money when people are like out of jobs and things so i really think you should I'm be a talk, bit more sensitive I'm talking about you know contributing to local okay. businesses and keeping the economy moving thank I'm you i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry listeners i'm sorry about this <laughs> this white privilege over here oh, God. <laughs> just <laughs> Kidding. Paying it forward, bitch. Now, I want you guys to know that I've actually started, I'm one of those people now, I've actually started a Facebook page and it's just called All Stars 5. RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 5. It's a group page. So if you guys want to go join, join it. I've I've only just started it and I've got a lot of people joining and I'm actually using that platform as a way to kind of gauge within my, that group who people are voting for, how people are thinking. Mm. And it actually really, really helps me get an idea of what everyone else is thinking in terms of who are they supporting what who are they enjoying mm. what are they thinking about this last elimination now what's the hot to- hot topic right now well, the, well i put up a post and i'm wondering who was everyone voting for mm. after the first episode and the majority of people have voted jujube what is the winner as no jujube as in that's who they're rooting for now after Ju- the first episode juju's got that natural charisma and like she's that right balance between fun and shady so she's yep. not like you know she's not pretending to be some angel um and actually quite a sweet person they all seem to like her she's Mm. she's got that right natural balance i think yes and you know with a gentle confidence and she's self-deprecating she won that and we all love that we all love that one of the worst things you can ever do is admit that you're great like what latrice (laughs) did One of the worst things you can ever do is acknowledge your charm, acknowledge your USP, acknowledge that you're great. Like when when Latrice, I mean, Latrice is the most loved queen. Like everyone loves Latrice. Oh, she's adorable. But when she came on All Stars and she said it, when she said... What did she say? She she said that outright. She said, um, I think it was when she was like defending herself to Monique Monet. or Monet. Yeah. Um, Monique. I was thinking it was Monique because she had most beef with Monique, didn't she? Um, and she, she said, I am the most beloved queen. It's like, yes. that may be a fact, but you can't say that. Mm. Um, and she said it a few times. And it's like, it kind of takes the shine off her appeal a little bit. Um even worse, of course, was um, Silky Ganache in her season. Oh. America's going to love me. It's like, you just can't say it. You don't, yes. It may be true, but you can't say it because it just goes... Aww. Number one rule, and that's the best way for you to lose people yeah. on your team. So let's talk about some tropes of all stars, okay? <laughs> Lead that. Um, I think one of the biggest tropes is um, people come back and say, on my season, people didn't get to see the real me. <laughs> and I, I I, think this is such like an empty reality TV thing to say. It's like, I'm going to show who I really am. It's like, what does that even mean? I wasn't confident the mm. last time I hit. I really wasn't confident. Do you know what? Because I didn't have big lips. And I think... <laughs> That's the I, other trope. I really feel if I had bigger lips, I would have <laughs> had much of a better chance of what? winning. So what do they... I mean, it's a stand as it's, yeah. it's like a starter pack an all-stars <laughs> starter pack what do you do you come back saying um you know I did, you, you didn't get to see the real me yeah. you also come back with huge fillers yeah and you come back like repeating whatever you yes. feel was your most famous thing now do you see any of the queens doing it um what did you see any of the queens doing that we with the first episode we definitely did it's not as egregious as it was in all-stars 4 when people literally came in through the door being like meme 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 and it really felt producer driven but in all stars five i think they did it a bit more cleverly and sort of kept it relatively all nearly all of their performances were self-referential alexis was all like bam 
um, in her performance. Um, did they get her off yeah. of me? So they did. They they framed it. Drag in a is not a contact sport. sport. Um, I mean, it wasn't as in your face as it was with the previous um cycle. It, I think All yeah. Stars Four in particular was the worst. It was atrocious. It was just too much. It was it like was. enough. I've had it. it. Every other thing. I've was, had it was officially. Sponge. Brown cow stunning. Yep. Um, and you know, you, it's it when it's in your face. Like, oh, legs, legs. It was like, oh god. Mm. Like, now let's let's do a quick before we get into watching the episode. As you all know, we don't watch the episode um, until we're podcasting. Yeah. So we don't know what's happened yet. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a routine for me to wake up every Saturday morning and not open Facebook, yes. not open Instagram, not open Twitter. Yes. It's I just don't, don't even YouTube. I don't open any of that because I don't want to get spoiled. I don't want I don't want people, you know, telling me things. I don't want to know what the order is. Yeah. Um, I want to reveal that while we're recording. Now let's have a quick recap on last week. Last week we saw. Um, India win the first challenge. She did very well. Deserved her performance was great. I've seen a new side to Blair. Now Blair was yeah. a very different character from who she was in her season. And yeah. I think I've had time to realize a lot of the things that made her amazing in the first episode, like when she walked in and then they said her hair looks wet, and she's like, "That's what your man said." Yeah. And then you hear her reading challenge, and um, when she was talking about India Farah, and then she said, "I'm just giving you time to Google." her Mm. i'm just realizing more and more that everything that she has said that's made people think wow she's so amazing it's it's been said before a million times nothing Mm. nothing was natural there's nothing that was original like when juju b was reading like there's no other you've not heard anyone called mariah um all stars rupaul's drag race some stars it was good i've not ever heard mayhem filler mayhem like all of that was very very original whereas with Blair I just feel like she's easy to regurgitate what's worked and what's funny in the past with other people not just in drag race in general and mm. she's using that and I, I just want to see a bit more originality I, I get where you're coming from and I, and I do agree with that I think let's not forget she's much younger than I, most of the others I don't care it's all stars I don't care how old you are no no I what, mean Aquaria came in there one Tyra won at what 21 the age I'm, is nothing I'm not talking about general talent level I'm talking about that sense of kind of magpieing from other people I think a lot of younger people will do that in the process of finding their own sense of humour um, so yeah let's hope we see less of that magpieing as we go along but and I, she settles into I herself. also feel that young people will do that in order to find themselves and find <laughs> their sense of humour so you Insightful, so you insightful. That? Yeah, I just thought I'd just so add insightful. That so we also said, um, we also said goodbye to Derek Barry. Hey, Derek. Um, her and all her impersonations have now left the show. <laughs> well, her model, multiple personalities, <laughs> as Aiden Zane might say. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, when I look at the when I recap the performances, Shay, please step it up this episode. Yes. Angina, you were touched by an angel to not have been put on the bottom and sent home. <laughs> Where did the angel touch you? <laughs> Point, point on this doll where the angel touched you. Um, and that's it. That's what we got. And I'm ready to get into episode oh, two. Another little interesting thing that we did touch on and we saw in a YouTube video <gasps> was the, the kind of vocal processing thing. With, Actually, we, we did yes. comment, didn't we? That um, I, th- I think we have to give credit to. It was a Jikionse video that we saw. Mm. Um, and uh, we observed last week, hmm, there's something about Juju's vocals that sound more processed than Blair's. And having thought about it and, and kind of looked at it, she was probably singing live over a backing track, wasn't she? Whereas Blair was not. So her yes. vocals so were So what happened was that um, in Blair's actual performance, Blair had, she was singing to a backing track that had backing vocals. Mm. So unfortunately, that's not what they used. They yeah. actually took off the backing vocals, took off what she was singing to, and um and edited in the instrumental. Yeah. So all you heard was just Blair. Um, she also asked for some feedback um as well, but she didn't get that in order to help like the sound. Yeah. No, sorry. Yes. Yeah. She asked for some reverb, and yeah. the reverb did actually happen at her performance but that was taken off post editing so that's a bit shady because Juju B and we did comment you're right we did comment on that last yeah. week Juju B sounded very much like a studio version it was a very very it was very clean it was very crisp and then we found yeah. out that she had some actually work she was singing to a backing joke and they blended the two mm-hmm. so I don't know what you know everything in reality TV is done for a reason 
the everything it, like yeah. it's not because oh yeah oops we forgot no they deliberately edited Blair to sing pure vocals and they deliberately made Juju B's blended with her original version which mm-hmm. made it sound crisp so I mean these are little things to think of when we when we saying okay where do we think the producers are trying to take us with this yeah but we got to give props to Blair for singing can I say one more thing. Please, I guess. Please, permission. Um, last episode reminded me of what a superstar Alexis Mateo is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You could say she's a little bit Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Lamborghini. <laughs> I'm a Hollywood star. <laughs> All right. Now let's get into the episode, yeah? Mm. Let's go. And we are back. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing the beginning. We've seen the girls come back into the workroom. And of course, they're discussing... The yeah. whole lip sync situation. They're mm. giving their um, feelings about the whole twist, I guess, isn't it? Because yeah. Can you tell us again what the twist is with this uh, season of All Stars? Oh, Lord, it's actually quite complex when you try and explain it, isn't it? Mm. So uh, every episode, there'll be one winner and there will everybody else will cast a vote as who they should... Uh, I can't even like. So okay, what, do, do you want me to do please, it? Please, please. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I'm tripping over my words. So basically, words. yeah. There's basically these two people who can choose who the bottoms are. Yeah. The first person is the person who wins that week. So the winner of that week chooses one name. Who they who they feel the well, bottom Rue is. Who chooses the bottom? Are, are you okay? Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Rue chooses the bottoms and Rue chooses the top. It's just too complicated. Carry the four and then you <laughs> p- in brackets and then divide that by basically <laughs> Rue chooses the bottom two. Yes. And the people who choose who goes home is the winner of that week and then the rest of the girls in the group. They yes. both cast their vote into who they want, whose lipstick that they want to go home. Then the if winner. If the girl, if the winner wins the lip sync against the assassin. Yeah. Her lipstick is the person who goes home. Yeah. However, if the lip sync assassin wins, then whoever the group chose goes home. We got there in the end, didn't oh we? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually like, it makes sense in my head, but to explain it is difficult, yeah. I would We're say. never, ever explaining it again. So I'm just going to, yeah. if anyone asks me, I'm going to go, I'm going to tell them to go to episode two of our podcast <laughs> at 17 minutes. Thankfully. And that's where the answer will be. Thankfully, so, our viewers are very intelligent now, people. My opinion on Mayhem Miller at the moment, because Mayhem was the one that was spared was her and Derek that was in the bottom mm. Mayhem is very very choreographed this season Mayhem is very very I'm here to make good TV and I'm here to like I think she's very very aware of that and um probably it's, it's, it's quite it's, it's quite like you know it's it's not natural. Most people are more choreographed second time but around. But she than is the extra. Show, she is very extra choreographed. Okay. Now I think this is punctuated with a lot of like slightly bizarre, slightly hurtful honesty. Um, like Juju B decides it's time to reveal. You know, she thought Mayhem should have gone home, mm. and then when they reconvene in the workroom the next day, Cracker is like, actually, I think Angina should have been in the bottom two, and she should have gone home. Everybody decides it's time to just be very, very. Brutally honest with everyone. My my opinion on that is, why do you care? Your mm. name wasn't on a lipstick. Yeah. You're fine. Who cares if the person that you drew the lipstick for doesn't go home? I don't care. That's one less person in the competition. That's yeah. a, Or you should only care if it was your name. Uh-huh. Okay, that's the only time you should care about. But like for Cracker to come in the next day and be like, I couldn't sleep because I really wish that Angina was at the bottom so I could check. Girl, who cares? <laughs> no one cares about it. What's done is done. This is the new week. Win that week. Get that 20 grand prize money and yeah. win the damn competition. Like, why do you care? Angina's response was funny as well. And it reminds us of what a good, like, naturally funny talking heads queen Angina is. Mm. Um that's where she shines, I think. Which, And I, I hope she can channel that in some of the, the challenges going forward. It's when she's more scripted and choreographed that she struggles, I think. Yeah. Her, her charm is more natural than I that. I think you're right because, like, I'm not very... I mean, I've seen season one, but it's not one of the seasons that I re-watch over and over. Oh, you think that I it do. is. But um, I, I'm not very well-versed on her. What I can say is that, Angina, I mean, you've, you've sucked to their performances so far. But where I have loved you is in the moments... 
where you're just being yeah. funny naturally and yeah. the talking hit and when you're talking with the girls those are the moments that I actually see that oh you're actually yeah. I really like you I just really want you to do it's very much like Heidi isn't it Heidi season 12 you yeah. need to find a way to take your natural charm and apply it into your performances into mm-hmm. your maxi challenge because if you do that you'll be great you'll be fine I think there's a big weight of expectation on Gina as well and I think she's a little bit freaked out yeah well anyway so the maxi challenge this week that the, um, that RuPaul lets us know is they have the uh, they're doing the group it's a girl group challenge isn't it which has become a bit of a tradition in all stars really they did it in three and four what was what was the one in three uh, sitting on a secret oh, and what was four uh, well there was the, they did two different songs and the other one was um the one with BB is like say boy say yeah I'm also in and then what in All Stars it? 4, it was... Um, I don't remember one in All Stars 4. <sighs> yeah, there was, yeah, very early on. And there was, they, for some reason, they brought Stacey Lane Matthew back oh, and put her in the middle of oh, everyone. That was the group that Monet was in, wasn't yes. it? And then there was the other And group. then there's Monet talking on the phone. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I understand, yeah. yeah. So this week is the same. It's a girl group challenge. They have to do a performance to I'm in love. They have to yeah. write and record their own love sickening verse to a man crush of their choice. They also uh-huh. got to do a group dance and a choreography. And I mean, this. I think I've, this is a great tradition, if you ask me, because what gay doesn't love a girl group? Show me one. No. Whether it's, you know, the girl groups of the 60s or, you know, Bananarama, Spice Girls, Girls Loud, Destiny's Child, um, you know, girl groups. We love them. Now, the three um, group leaders is India and Shane Blair. Now, Shane Blair were chosen because India had to point out who her two top competition is. Now... I don't. I disagree on both of this. I disagree that she thinks that Shay and Blair, like Shay, is your competition based on reputation, but not based on the not based on their performance so far. Because Shay sucked last week. But that's okay. We know Shay is better than her last performance. Yep. Blair. Uh, mm. mm, it's an. It was a curious one. Who were who who were the two that you would have chose? Um, Shay, Defo Shay, but the other one would have been either Juju, Alexis, or Cracker. Yep. Yeah. I would have chosen Cracker. Definitely Cracker and not not Juju Alexis based on last week's challenge only. And, anyway, and her reputation, she's great. Yeah. I don't know that. Oh no, Alexa thinks we're talking to her. Don't well, don't say the A word we'll have to, to, be to get her bloody to talk about it some more. <laughs> yeah, but that's anyway, this is the girl groups that we have. Um, we're going to go into the rehearsals. Well, actually, we've not see, we've not said who everybody chose. India chose. Oh yes, go on. Juju and Alexis. Um, Blair chose Cracker and um, Mayhem. So I can't read my own writing there. Shay chose Mariah and Angina. On- Why are you reading your notes? Can't you just go on? Go with the flow like I do. Can't you just like... Not all of us have your natural charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. I'm sorry. Um, Angina says she really likes her team. She really likes being associated with Shay and Mariah. So that shows how underconfident Angina is, I think. Yeah. That she feels needs to be associated with strong queens. That she needs to rely on the the talent of other queens. Now, who who else did that, apparently? Aiden Zane. I keep, there's so many references that I'm pulling from season 12. Uh, season 12 listeners, I hope you know that I'm still trying to keep you alive, okay? You yeah. poor girls. Yeah. You poor, poor girls. Like right after All Stars 5 comes out, the, right after your finale, and I, and I hope that people still do support them. I mean, there's not much hype around them because there's been no time mm, to have a hype. No. Everything happening, happening around the world at the moment. So they, they can't perform live. No. You know, I mean, you know, in actual venues and stuff. I mean, my two choices, if I had to choose a team and um, the top two, the top two queens I would have chosen, I told you already, but in my team, I would want Shay and... If it's a singing challenge, you know what? I hate it because they always say singing challenges mm. and a performance challenge, they always base it on the performance. They do. And I, they never really take the singing into account they don't. ever. Like only if it suits their purpose because they're trying to get rid of you. So they'll, they'll find any reason mm. like, oh, I don't like your, I don't like what you're wearing. I don't like what you're wearing or I don't like your verse. That's the only time they bring it up. But they usually only base the performances on the actual physical performance that they see. Yeah. And the vocal tracks really take a back seat yeah. to it. So 
if I want to choose people that will be amazing on stage, I would have got Alexis and I would have got Shay on my team. Yeah, really good call. Really yeah. good call. I think Mariah and India probably have a really good st- stage presence as well. They're performing queens. I know? think Mariah's performance last week was more powerful in terms of the vocal performance, but, but I, I, she didn't have stage presence for me. I, I've seen it. I've seen her do lip syncs on okay. YouTube. I'm basing everything on what they're presenting um, in these episodes. I'm not going to look too far away from that because we need to judge them based on what they're, on what they're bringing to the table. Shay has written and recorded her own music and she can dance. I think she's one of the strongest in this one. Cracker will do like a funny comedic performance yep. um, she'll do like a funny snappy verse I really want to see what the girls are going to bring should we have a look into the rehearsals I would like to please alright yes. let's keep going now let's talk about their rehearsals before we actually get into the girls rehearsals they have to sing to a celebrity crush of their choice who was your celebrity crush uh, I would have to say Chris Hemsworth okay um, perhaps specifically as Thor Oh, so Thor. <laughs> I think there's a lot of Chris in Thor. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of him in the in the in the creation. So you'd sing to Chris Hemsworth Thor, or Steve Backshaw. and his hammer. Well, I think I think I think Chris Hemsworth Ooh, would be hammer. good subject matter as well because you could make lots of like say hammer puns, couldn't you? The alternative yeah. would be Steve Backshaw, who's a British naturalist, so you could go in that direction as well. That could be quite funny. All right, all right. My celebrity crush. There's there's a few. There's a few. <gasps> good to know. Um, it'll be LL Cool J. Okay, okay. Trey Songs. Mm. Trey Songs. You don't know him. Ugh, he's as, hot. As in, okay. And Ed Sheeran. I know about Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I mean, no, Ed Sheeran's was, got, he's just got that, that, you know, that chill, but he's super talent. And I find talent very, very attractive. I do. I, just I mean, find, he's talented. Yeah. And hence why I find him so, so attractive. I mean, it is, it is. I like, I like what I like. And I said what I said. You're entitled to your feelings. Nobody's going to argue with you. I mean, he's scored with lots of beautiful women. Mm. So Now let's look at the girls here. And actually I want to backtrack. I would have chosen Shay based on reputation. I don't know why I was trying to be like politically correct <laughs> before. And I was like, no, I would have gone by. How would they perform? Hell no. I would have chosen Shay. Period. I want to win. Okay. Shay is just a great person to do this challenge with. Yeah. I think. No, I, we can go into the vocal performances. What did you think about certain girls and not groups, just girls, which girls stood out for the good, for the good reasons and which girls were a bit lacking. Um, Alexis gave loads of personality. Yes. Um, Cracker seemed to give a really good take, didn't she? She mm. also gave loads of really good personality. But the thing about Cracker is that Cracker was criticised by the judges and by herself that she was a bit too controlling, Certainly wasn't in the, she? In the dance rehearsal. Oh, no, I guess there was something going on in that group. I mean, she was actually in team season nine, wasn't she? Cracker, Mayhem and Blair have all been on the same season oh, before. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, and there was there was some weird chemistry in there. There was a big kind of like Cracker's making it all about herself. I wonder if it's because Cracker's like, I went farer than both of you in Farrah, our season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went further than both <laughs> of you and we're all in the same season. So automatically I'm the best here. Let's, yeah. let's be real. And also I've done touring shows outside of the States on my own without without the need for um, Work the Royal Tour or the RuPaul's Drag Race. So I, mm. I've, I've done it on my own. So I think she's like, guys, if you just listen to me, we'll get far. I've done this. I do this. You two are not on my level. You two will never be on my level. Um, <laughs> and check your even- lipstick before you come for me. <laughs> do you even know RuPaul? <laughs> do you know her? So I think, I think that's where she's coming from. I really do feel like Craig is coming from there. I'm better than you. I think I think she's very focused on the prize, and I think she's yep. she's just not really worrying too much about collateral damage. Mm. Um, well, I think I think she just wants her idea of perfection. Her idea of what is good is whatever she thinks is mm. good. If I think it's good enough for me, it's good enough for the team. And I think that's why she's she's so focused on that that she's actually kind of like disregarding the team. Yeah, she's it's it's like she's the Beyonce and they're just Kelly and Michelle. Well, there's real disharmony in this group, and I think we'll come to it in a moment and see how that plays out in the choreo as well. Mm. I'd just like to say Shay gave an excellent take as well. In yes. The, 
Royal Court rehearsal, which we expected. Yeah, yeah. Were we surprised? No, no we weren't. No. Now, Angina's lost her voice, and I was saying that before, Angina's lost her voice, and this is the worst time to lose your voice, <laughs> yeah, because it's a singing child. challenge. I just wish she did a baby Sahara. I, you know, I wish she just went, just made any kind of sound that she could, but give it a mm. bit of flow, give it a bit of rhythm, because she's not going to get anything else. Or could they just worked with, instead of trying to get her to push her voice in like a melodic way, go with something smokier and bluesier oh, or something. Yes. Just like make it work for, make make her do sultry, sexy talking. Like Phoebe. Yeah, like Phoebe yeah. from Friends. <laughs> My sticky, sticky yeah. shoe. Yeah, I reckon that's what they could have done. Um, mm. With regards to choreography, I have to like give props, give props to Miss J. Coulet. Again, like, all yeah. the other girls are there on the spot and they're like, okay, now what do we do? Should we do this? Should we do that? And I think Shay's very, very calculating in the sense that yeah. she was choreograph, she was um, choreographing while she was waiting in yeah. her head. And then when it came time for her group to rehearse, she was already out there. Now, I don't think people know this about me. I choreograph much better in the moment. I always <laughs> have. I, I don't, uh, I, I usually usually have to play the song and the mm-hmm. moves just come to me there mm-hmm. so this would have been something up my alley if i could just go up there play the song what can i hear and what comes to me because i i tend to trust my instincts when it comes to movement so i just i just that's how i would have done it so i'll just i just wanted to I, what we're know. saying is you'd smash this challenge what, are you, what i'm saying <laughs> is that i would have been singing great. about ed sheeran apparently <laughs> um i think um alexis is great she leads the choreo in her group and and they seem to work well together that team juju mm. alexis you can kind of say they're like team early seasons apart from Mariah, aren't they? um and they seem to be quite cohesive. They know and respect each other, I think. And India's kind of like, you're a better choreographer than me. I'd like you to take the lead, please, Alexis. Yeah. And she does some fun choreo. The rest of the girls seem a little bit intimidated by their opening as well. But like I say, Shay struts in there with confidence straight after. Shay's like, bitches, Shay's I know what like, I'm doing. Okay, guys, really five, six, and yeah. seven, and eight, and a one, and a two, and a three, and a four, five. Ta, yeah. Ta, and ah. I'm thinking <laughs> Shay has this challenge in the bag at the moment. I'm. Well, you know, this is... This we'll see how it plays can, out. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. I feel, I feel an an instinct deep within that she in your heart, in my heart, yep. in my bladder, perhaps. I'm not sure. Oh. Um, not very good with anatomy. Um, that she could, she could. You're be not with, good with anatomy. <laughs> Sorry, did you did you buy your degrees? <laughs> I studied hard at the time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Shay's giving me really good vibes now. Team season nine. What do you think of their choreo? I think it's an extension from what we were saying about Miss Craker. And also, I also want to put out that I think Blair's feeling a certain type of way because Blair's really trying to be, she wants to be a leader, doesn't she? Blair's really wanting to be a leader. And a lot of the, um, the dissonant, a lot of the, um, the the yeah, issues. Dissonance. That's a really good word. I, like I know, word. but a lot of our a lot of people that listen probably aren't on my level of vocabulary, <laughs> so I felt like I had to like go down. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you're like dis- no trouble. No. <laughs> no, just say talk. <laughs> just say talk. But there are, there's there, there's that going on with Blair. Blair really want to prove herself. You know. Yeah. We have said it since the get-go. Blair's coming here to prove herself, mm-hmm. period. She's coming here, guns blazing. She is doing really, really well. And being in the same group as Crackers is kind of affecting her because she's like, look, I'm the leader. Can you let yeah. me be the leader? Like, I really, really want to be a leader. Whereas Crackers just like, I, I'm doing me. Yeah, and also Mayhem is focused on not being overshadowed by Cracker because that's when she went ho- home in season nine. Yes. After the whole Dill Pickle, Bossy Rossi challenge. Well, this is what, I don't know why they're not doing this. If I was the leader and someone else was trying to be a leader and I want to be the leader, mm-hmm. I'd go up to them and say, okay, look, I'm leading this. If I need your help, I'll ask you. <laughs> if you have anything to contribute, let me know. But for the meantime, back it up. Thing is, you've got the strength of personality to do that. Um, I'm not sure Blair... They're drag queens. They should be able to do... This Blair, is... Blair is now showing that she doesn't have the sure confidence that we that she perhaps came in there portraying. And when she's put in a situation where she really does have to exert uh, a certain amount of dominance over other people. She's floundering a little bit. Mm. So I think we're seeing the little cracks in the armor with Blair. Yeah, but I also moment. feel like we're seeing some cracks in Blair's <laughs> armor that, you know, what we noticed before is maybe so in- she so just insightful. really, she can't, 
be as dominant mm. over other queens who are kind of yeah. trembling over her at the moment. She's not, uh, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I just feel like not, I needed to sum it up. She's not dom-topping the other two, <laughs> is she? She's, no, no, no. I think that's it at the moment. Let's keep going. Please. Great. We have just seen the final performance. Yeah. However, I'm going to put you on the spot here. There was a moment in the workroom with regards to Miss Cracker. And you, you know what I'm talking about, don't uh-huh. you? Now, she was talking about how... Well, basically, the girls are saying that she was difficult. This is yeah. Mayhem and Blair saying that she was difficult and egotistical. And Miss Cracker is actually really surprised by that. Mm-hmm. And I just... I mean, can you tell me about what she's experiencing and, and, and what's going on in her head? Well, I guess it's not 100% clear. The one thing that does come through clear is, is they're calling her difficult. And the impression I get from that is that they get a controlling, perhaps critical vibe off of Cracker. Well, and the thing is that Cracker says that she doesn't think she is difficult. She doesn't yeah. think that she's being those things. And actually, a lot, it's not just in the show, a lot of people find her difficult and she's find it hard to make friends. And there was something very, very sad. She said that sometimes when I feel like I am making a friend, I tell myself, don't get used to it because they're going to not want to talk to you. So there's there's something quite deep there. And I want you to, I mean, as, as a glorified therapist, <clears throat> psychiatrist, is there anything there that you can speak to? Well, the she clearly lacks insight into whatever's going on. She says she wishes she knew what people meant when they called her difficult, which which means I guess that like she's experienced this a lot, but people haven't given her the gift of some sort of truth to like, give her something to actually work with. I've said lots of times, I really get this vibe off Cracker that she's she's been through or is going through therapy. I. You know, I said before that she has seemed more confident as though she's perhaps come out the other side, but we're really seeing the, the lovable bundle of neuroses that we've seen before with Cracker. The the vibe I get is that Cracker's clearly very hard on herself. Um, she's, you know, she says, you know, I know that friendships are going to end um, when I enter into them, so I don't make many. Um, and so there's something in there about having a really harsh inner critic. And I think that matches up with this sense that she's perhaps quite critical and controlling to the people around her. Um, often people who are really hard on themselves and set high standards for themselves project those onto other people, but they're often less aware of that and don't realize how alienating that can be at times. Okay. So I'm wondering if that's what's going on with the limited information we have here. We talk in, in cat therapy about a reciprocal roles, people who are very critical towards themselves or sensitive to criticism often project that outwards in an equally forceful fashion um and perhaps we'll see if that is evident as the season Mm. goes on that's good i just i really wanted to touch on that before we actually went into the performance it was today's mirror moment mirror moment tragedy mirror now let's get into the actual performance i'm gonna just say that i was very bored um in, in terms of the song, the song wasn't the best song. It was quite slow. It was very, very, I'm in love, I'm in love, yeah. I'm in love with Paolo Vata. <laughs> of course, we're all in love with Paolo Vata. <laughs> it was, I agree with you. I was a little disappointed in it overall. It was something to do with it being mid-tempo. I did like, like the 60s girl group vibe, which I feel like they could have played up more. With the costumes, I just and stuff. feel like they've done that before. Well, no, I know, but like that, that if that's what the sound was going to be, they could have played it more. And yeah, I would, I would have preferred if it was less of a long song had it been two separate performances, yeah, doing up tempo okay. pop or R and B songs. Now the issue here is that because it's so slow and the tempo is very, like, very, it's very slow, isn't it? Mm. It's, I'm in love with da 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 da. Repetitive as well. Da, well, that's the issue. The challenge is that don't. Sing to the tempo. Mm. Don't because because it's going one, two, three, four, slow. Doesn't mean that your verse has to be. I went to the shop <laughs> and I bought me some fries and <laughs> then I ate it all. Then I went in and got some more. Like this. Well, that's. <laughs> I want to hear your songwriting. <laughs> that's. They shouldn't do that. They should have done what. I, well, the only person who did this, I feel, was Shay and maybe a little bit of Cracker. Is that if that's the tempo, then you need to give it a rhythm. You need to be like. And you need to mix it up. You need to give it that kind of that level and that that kind of spice, that kind of temp. You you need to change it up, and that's the only way to make it exciting. Because if you sing to the tempo, you're just gonna be very boring. And the majority of the girls did it. I mean, I'm not saying they were bad, terrible, but they needed to. 
make it more exciting by changing it with their rap or their verse. Yeah. There were a mean? lot of like peaks and troughs. With, yes. um, like you say, the, a lot of the delivery was quite samey. Um, let's just keep it brief, I guess, then, and say who were your tops and bottoms? My today? tops was definitely Shay Kalei. Shay Kalei came in there and yeah. she broke. Uh, she, What's really, really sad is that she was right at the end, so you had to wait a long time before someone actually came and broke that boring metronomic tempo. Yeah. It was just like Ooh, blah, metronomic. blah, blah. And then she came in and just made it more exciting, which I thought was great. So definitely, I feel Shay is going to be definitely the, one of the tops. Of one, one the winner. that I did predict this. But she's going to be again. the winner and I just also want to say that Shay looked stunning Shay looked oh gorgeous oh my god Shay Very- looked beautiful sexy with that Chung Li kind of she had her Chung Li ox horns didn't she but very go-to I mean none of the looks were really worth talking about particularly because it was clearly the director was bring bring a dance performance costume wasn't it but that's a go-to look for Shay the bathing costume with a furry jacket she did mm. that on her own season um I agree. Shay was, in my eyes, easily the best. A couple of others had good presence and good performance. I thought Alexis and Mariah. Okay. Um, uh, Blair surprised me. All right. Blair gave more performance and stayed presence and more humor than I expected her to. A lot of the girls blended in a little bit. The ones who I maybe struggled a little bit more on Gina, unfortunately, although the lift was cute, but she wasn't the one doing the lifting. Maybe India didn't have that much presence compared to the other two in her group. I okay. Don't know. Um, nobody was terrible. Nobody effed up, I don't think. Can I just Sorry say for that, swearing. No, yeah, I'll, I'll edit it out. <laughs> I actually was a bit disappointed in Jujubee. Now, Jujubee's verse, amazing. It was really, really funny. Mm. But she was actually quite static. Yeah. And she, she wasn't quite dynamic in her movement. She was just there and she didn't do much. She didn't really own that verse. She didn't use her space. Mm-hmm. And I actually felt like she was quite the letdown. My other top, I didn't say who it was, was Miss Cracker. I really liked Miss Cracker. Mm. I liked her verse. Um, and I also liked um, how she used that time um, to get down on the ground, move it around, get up, box, and turn yeah. around. Like, she, you know, you have to use this moment that you have. And I really felt like she did utilize that. So my top twos for the week would be Shay Kool-Aid and Miss Cracker. My bottoms would be... Um, I mean, Angina just just lacked in yeah in stage presence She's and not an impact. Want, is she, and I'd say, oh, I, I think that's it. I actually um, was very surprised with Mayhem Miller. Mayhem gave good face. Yes, she, she gave really she me. gave really good yeah. performance, and I think that's definitely going to save her this week, which is really really great. It's nice to know that we kept you around for that reason. Mm. Who were your two tops besides Shay? Who else do you think was great? It's a bit of a toss-up, to be honest. Um, really enjoyed Alexis, um, Cracker, Mariah. Mariah. Mm. Okay. I think the only thing about I want to say about Mariah is that sometimes she forgets the lip sync. She and had I, that problem in the lip sync that sent her home on her did season. She? Well, okay. she forgot the words and she went, girl, I forgot the words. And so I was just going, shalaba laba tuna. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, um, I noticed that um, she didn't really lip sync all the time, and it wasn't just when it was reverse. I actually, in the background, I could just see her focusing more on the dance mm. and forgetting about the lips. It's. I don't think it's that hard. So you should never stop lip syncing if you're on stage. You notice some of the girls were out of time as well. Yeah, that was Blair Mayhem's group, and well, they they weren't getting on with each other. So perhaps that translated to the yeah. lack of. Um, I thought Blair was yeah. Um, Blair was a bit more performative. I I almost felt like she was doing a Jan where it was a bit much of a. It was a bit too much. Okay. Just just a just a tiny bit. Just mm. a tiny bit. But that's what I think about the group. Can um, I ask you, when did you start hating Blair St. Clair? <laughs> <laughs> I love I love all of these queens equally. Okay. I love all of these queens. <laughs> but that's it. That's my that's what I think about the girls. Now let's get to let's have a look at the runway and see what happens. It's some sort of new delusion type of runway, isn't it? Love the skin you're in. We'll have a quick look now. This week's runway is, what well, the category is, love the skin you're in. And we started with India. What did you think? Well, she 
she described the we saw different shades of new didn't we mm. and sort of gorgeous stripes leading to a heart across the sort of like chiffon effect and she had like this asymmetric big chiffon sleeve that gave me sort of grecian goddess vibes nice um but she said there's a very special message which i think was really effectively conveyed because i saw it and thought ah there are different shades of nude she's talking about kind of like unity and different um people of all different skin tones and ethnic ethnicities joining together and all being one and having the same heart yes i love the story behind it Toodle boot two two okay mm. juju uh, Juju B. Now, um, her, so the, the volume for like tones of new, doesn't she? Hers is quite a rosy sort of tone. She looked gorgeous, like a halter neck fish, like a fishtail gown, floor length. She looked very beautiful with this high updo. I loved the updo. 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 We give them the White House an updo. God, the White House needs an updo right now. I thought it was a great fit. Um, yeah. I, I mean, all these girls had really, really good fits. And I think it's a go of the um, skin, yeah. skin tight kind of um, feel. I thought she looked pretty. I really, really liked it. She looked very beautiful. And like, um, I noticed how well she was padded with this. Yeah, yeah. to the boot. Two. Good. Mm. Next one is, I think it's a toot. <laughs> It's just what's well, a common silhouette. I'm gonna say boot just because um just just because I'm I'm trying to think a bit beyond, but I love it. Mm. Um we got Alexis Mateo. Alexis Mateo. She was like in a, again a, f- a lot of floor length gowns here. It was like a nude sort of latte leatherette. Do you know what it reminded me of? The same material. Do you remember Valentina in Yes, her... wearing the high boots yes. to the whole yep. It was the same sort of material, I think, if not very the similar same colours. Yeah. She looked beautiful. I will say, I mean, it was very dramatic with this kind of like wide collar coming off the chest, kind of like a cobra. Um and I think it drowned her silhouette a little bit and made her look bigger than she really is. No, no, that's just her, honey. She's put on weight. No, 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 no. no I, d- I think, I think the silhouette. Why are you trying to read her? Leave no. her alone, okay? <laughs> the silhouette. I think. I don't blame the silhouette, honey. It's pure Alexis. It's, well, it's Alexis. It wasn't very flattering. <laughs> well, well, having said that, I appreciate what she was doing. I thought, I thought Alexis looked stunning, and what I thought is, I was like, I'm so glad you're back mm. to show us this this pageant excellence. Yeah. Um, from the face to the hair, you can't. I couldn't fault any thing over i thought it was beautiful and it's a major toot i think she was beautiful but i wasn't a fan of how the silhouette made her look to the boot i'm gonna go boot okay blair um boot now this is interesting because she was the only one who didn't go with like a natural skin tone she went for a bright pink which reminded me have you seen um juno birch no she's a drag queen who always goes for like bright or pastel skin tones because she's got like an alien theme going she's a drag queen and trans woman she's got amazing um youtube videos she's collaborated with tricks metal she's gorgeous it gave me vibes of that and she was in a very, very like 40s silhouette with like a midi length skin tight dress and the hat i thought this was a two i like this yeah i just thought that it was a bit um bit of a reach by going i want to go with a skin that i wish i had no honey the the objective is a skin tight skin illusion nude illusion like that's not well, it's not no i thought it was ugly I, the, I didn't like it at all i thought it was a cop out these things are open to interpretation the the task was love the skin you're in do you want to have a look on that stage and I, tell me what what skin is that I, I don't think you should be telling her how to identify I think oh, she, she may identify as a bright pink person. Well, I'm a penguin. I'm a two-toned penguin then. Well, I know that. Okay. <laughs> Mine's a major boot. Okay. Um, cracker. Coming out in this like Vera Wang mullet dress. Um, mullet dress. I like that. Yeah. It looked like she had a rough. And I think I, I think that thing across the bustier was supposed to make create an illusion of a rough. But I, I don't know if this is something that's very... Like, is this a Jew kind of... She said Jewish she, princess. Was, yes. I, personally, I wasn't 100% clear by what she meant by that. I did notice that she went for dark black hair um, where she's usually a blonde. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was it was, it was nice. It was different. It was unusual. It was. It was. I really it was liked unusual. this. This is a toot for me. I thought it was really interesting was she almost grey-toned her makeup and the um, the dress itself was kind of a greyish nude and it was had a kind of... Um, a maudlin feel to it. Her delivery on the runway was very um, maudlin. I thought that the wig was very Fran Drescher. Yeah, it was Fran Drescher. very Fran Drescher. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> what was that? That was my Fran Drescher impression. Mine is a, I'm going to say 
toot. I love this. I thought because it, I can't. If it's a Jaws thing, I don't want to go against it. <laughs> but I thought it was good. Had a slightly gothic vibe. I thought. To the boot. To Mayhem Miller. I just wrote no. This unfortunately next to all the others is look cheap. I think it's another Amazon. I, I think maybe it's another dress from Amazon nah, or I, eBay. I think I think she probably did this herself or with the help of a friend. Um, the I think I can see what she was going for. The the dripping element reminded me of that Mugler dress that Kim Kardashian wore to the Met Gala or something. Um, although that looked very very expensive, this actually looked quite cheap. Very cheap. It's a boot for me. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Now, when you go into the lady who walked in next, who was Shay Coulee, oh my God. Well, this is how it's done, everybody. This is what it is. She was giving me Nefertiti. She was yeah. giving me like that Nubian goddess, expensive queen. Like she. The, the tight afro she looks so beautiful there was something about her that almost made her look like in like an x-men character like mm. in the stars in the galaxy like she's just so powerful and regal regal to pure me, perfection it was like josephine baker had done like the nude bodysuit from britney's toxic video oh yes with the sparkles this, and stuff i'm gonna say it this is a shoot this this is this mm. is a shoot I'd have to choose between a couple, but this was excellent. This was okay. up there. All right. Well, mine was a major shoot. Now let's move on to Angina. I liked it. You know what I thought? I thought it was one step, one step above, one step further, and just a teeny further than Maura Rose's dress <laughs> that she wore for the Crow's Have Eyes premiere. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what it was. Like, I thought that was her cousin. She was wearing her cousin's dress. It's like Moira's dress had been, you know. Don't look a, a, them in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new version of that. Tell you what, Angina has spent some money on her runway and yeah. entrance looks. Um, I think we can expe- expect some exciting looks from Angina. This looked very expensive. Love the feather details, floor length. I always, when somebody's like carrying a parasol, it always gives me like my fair lady vibes. Mm. But she said this is based on a traditional Filipino. Yep. Costume. Filipino. Or Filipina is the feminine. That's a Filipinas. <laughs> it's a Filipinas. <laughs> Filipinas. I will say, slight criticism, she looked like she was drowning in it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. If, I felt like the costume was wearing her, mm-hmm. as opposed to her wearing the costume. And maybe, of all of them, maybe the fit was a little bit off with this, but I'm not a themestress. Well, I'm still going to give it a two. I it, liked it. It's a two. It was Closing expensive. the show is our lovely Mariah Balenciaga, a.k.a. Mariah Paris, a.k.a. Mariah Successful, who has scaled the face of drag and conquered it. Now, her her face, that is the that was the original face that launched RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I said, there's just that perfection in how she beats a mug. She is snatched for the guards. She She's looking regal. She's looking elegant. She's And she's so posed. And I just... Yeah. Her, a, her mug is especially like upswept with this. Like all the angles up are going swept. Yeah, <laughs> giving you an up swept. It really, really looks like her, you know how she's got this this updo <laughs> updo. Um, it's really almost like she's pulled her face into like a Croydon facelift. Mm. Um, the face and the hair is beautiful. The dress is beautiful as well. Another kind of well, obviously the theme is nude. Beautiful kind of like mocha. Um, another fishtail kind of silhouette with the kind of like shoulders that go into the collar. She gives me kind of, um, you know, like Vanessa Williams on the red carpet or something. These girls, uh, before we go on, um, Toodle Boot. Two. Definite two. Now, these girls have spent some money, they except are. for Mayhem, who, <laughs> who went to Amazon. <laughs> but these mm. girls have really spent some money, and I'm just loving it. So far, I'm loving this runway. Uh, what these girls presented very was, was amazing. I think Mayhem needs to have a little look around whatever else is presenting on the runway. No, well, I, she can't. It's too late. She's brought what she's brought. Well, there's rolls of fabric there's she's got everything she needs there to make an outfit as as drew always says beg borrow steal make okay now we find out who the tops and the bottoms were Mm -hmm. Uh, the tops were jujube blair and shay and the bottoms were mariah angina and india and i want to give you the pleasure of telling us who the winner is the winner is Miss Shea Coulee. Without a doubt in my mind that I even think she was, like she killed the rap. She came and she yeah. slayed the runway. She won. Period. The house down boots. <laughs> Do you agree with the bottom three? 
Yeah, probably. Yes. I, prob- I probably would have spared Mariah. The bottom three, I think it should have been a bottom two. It should, you're right. I don't think it should have been a bottom three. Mm-hmm. I really felt like it should have been a bottom two. And the bottom two should have been Angina and India. I mean, yeah. Mar- Mariah was a bit lackluster in performance. I will give her that. But I... um. Yeah, I guess you really like us. <laughs> Who would you send home? Who would you send home? Um, from this, and I guess taking into account track record so far, I'd probably send home Angina. Even though it breaks my heart to say that, because I've personally wanted to see Angina on All Stars since All Stars has been running. Yes, um, but she's not really bringing it, unfortunately. But she also said that herself now in the workroom in like the deliberation moment where they go behind and they talk who should I send home she mm. gave up listen, listen it was very very admirable and I love that she did that she basically said guys I've wanted to be here for so long I'm here I'm actually sucking and it's not fair to keep me because um I to be fair I should be going home it, I sucked at the reading challenge I was in the bottom last I was so close to the bottom last week I'm in the bottom now and I did really really badly she's basically bowing out and, and as as admiral as it is the minute you say send me home like the classic who do you think should go home from RuPaul yeah. if you say yourself RuPaul sends home that person if everyone says me like they did in season what 10 it was the that's when we had the bottom six. Eleven, yeah. With yeah, they all 11, said, yeah. when they all took blame, RuPaul yeah. was like, "Cool, you're all in the bottom." And I felt like she's given me. If I was Shay, you've and I was the rest of the girls, and you said, "Oh, send me home." I know it's it's the fairest thing to do. Okay, be, okay, thank you, everyone. Let's have a drink yeah. before we go back on stage. <laughs> that's it. That, cheers that, to you, love. Yeah, cheers to you. Thank you for being so admirable. You're great. Thank you. Like, sure, it's noble, but it shows a lack of fight. And you, you're basically putting a target on your forehead. And a lack of confidence. Like yeah. she, she's already thinking and realizing maybe maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe this this wasn't what I needed to throw me back up there into the limelight. I'm I'm just not on that level. She's not on her level. Yes. It's it was I think it was a poor move by Angina, unfortunately, to say yeah. this. And I think in terms of the jury voting especially, it gives everybody a carte blanche to just vote for her. And Alexis spelled it out. It's like, girl, it made me furious. When so, you bowed yeah. the hell out. Yeah. Is, is there anything worth discussing from their conversation? Not really. What I saw is India had fight and is like, I've got more to give. And I, and I love a fighter. I love a fighter. Yeah. And I think Shay's a bit conflicted because the, two of the girls in the bottom three make up the rest of her group. Yeah. So she seems, she looks at, there's, there's loyalty there. And I, all I want to say to Shay is, Shay, someone gave you an easy out that's not going to butt you in the ass if they come back mm-hmm. and they do something like they're not going to feel bitter because they sent themselves home. And I also felt like that was a, a kind of a way for Angina to save face. Angina saying, send me home. Duh, yeah. the obvious person to send home is you. And, and her saying, send me home. Maybe she feels like no one sent me home. I sent myself home. And I think that's her way of saving face in some way. A bit like Chanel in season one. Yeah. Me. I nominate myself. Myself. <laughs> none of you, none of you called me pretty. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. I am beautiful. <laughs> Internally and on the outside. I do 12 different, I do 12. Not 12, you? love. So, Forty-seven different <laughs> character illusions. <laughs> Snap, snaps all around. Um, snaps all I, around. I will say when they're discussing it as well, most the tone for most of the girls is like, "I love Angina, and we've been waiting for her to be on All Stars." But, but yeah, yeah, and it's a big but, <laughs> and it's a big but. I'm excited to see what happens from here on. I also want to see who the lip sync assassin is. <gasps> Drum roll. Let's have a look. Now, here we see Michelle Coulet getting ready for the reveal of the lip sync assassin. Yes. What's going through her head? Shea Coulet? Yeah. You you made a really, really good uh, like hope, wish, well, dream. Well, well, I, because it's 20 grand, right? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say it later, but what I want to start with is that Shay had Shay has a lot to prove. The last time mm-hmm. we saw her lip sync on RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. she wasn't she was assassinated. She was left out to bleed, um, carcass, um, <laughs> bird circling. <laughs> the vultures came down. She was got, she was assassinated in the worst way, and it was it was humiliating. You have it to was admit it. it was humiliating because it was so. It was such a kill off. So it was, it was so layered because she'd done the best in the season. It was her best friend from the season who 
took out a shotgun and blew her away. And also, it was the friend that she'd won two of those challenges with. Exactly. It was she nuanced. was... She was very assassinated, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh, I like so that. So yeah. she had so much to prove here. And mm-hmm. I think if I was Shay, I'm like, I don't care who that assassin is. I'm an assassin. Yeah. I need to, I, These bitches need to remember why I don't want anyone thinking that I'm not good enough because of that last lip sync. I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to bring the house down. This time, I am Rose Petals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am Rose Petal. (laughs) Say it again. Say it louder. I am Rose Petal. I loved her outfit. She looked kind of like an exotic fruit fly. So that's 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 what I was thinking. I thought that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so the lip sync assassin is no one other than the greatest. It's Alyssa Edwards. Alyssa. Now, to be fair, we've only seen Alyssa lip sync twice, haven't we? Both times um, she was amazing. But we've seen her perform it like the re- oh, yeah. a, a lot of times. But so and then she's also got the Netflix show. So yeah. like she's she's a proper lip sync assassin. I'm not mad that she came back. She's definitely Oh no, a, no, no, definitely. No, because it's twenty grand on the line. Mm-hmm. I would have said before the lip sync, I would have been like, <laughs> Alyssa, I'm gonna pay you five grand if you just stand still. Okay, I'm going to get the 20 grand. I'm going to PayPal you five grand, (laughs) okay, if you just stand still. That's what I would have done. You said something else good, though, that you were hoping it was going to be Sasha Valour. (laughs) Yes, as the the curtain was rising up, I was like, Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. We saw gold lame boots. Sasha Valour would never. And then we saw Fringe, and we're like, it's Alyssa Edwards. Uh, No, no, no. First of all, I said it was Alyssa Edwards when I saw the silhouette. This was before the curtain even was rising. Uh Uh-huh. I said it's Alyssa Edwards. the more we saw of it, the more obvious it was. It was, it was always obvious. And she was like a, a neon graffiti rainbow yes. bright kind so of that's girl. A, let's talk about the lip sync. Um, Shay was amazing. Shay was great. Um, it was a Pointer Sisters song, Neutron Dance, which I wasn't actually that familiar with. And one of the Pointer Sisters actually died a few days ago, Bonnie Pointer. Oh, yeah. Thank you. What a way to bring down the podcast. I know, but I think like what, what a nice tribute. Let's yeah. let's you know, let's is a nice tribute. Um, I thought that both of the girls were really, really good. I really loved the movement and the performance of Shay. I don't know if Alyssa wasn't trying, but Alyssa, that's not the Alyssa that I thought would have brought the party. Alyssa did not look like she was trying. It, um, is it me or was there not a single death drop, split, split or anything? Kick. Well, maybe there was, but they edited it out. We never know, but what we did see was a quite a a safe performance from her given like when you think of um rihanna ride um mm-hmm. what's that song she did against satiana shut up, shut up and drive. Drive. when i think about that when i think about no romance with no finance when i think about the oh, yeah, we have seen less of it when i think I about the cold-hearted fun. snake against coco oh. i didn't see that queen come back no. i ain't mad because i was definitely rooting for shay and shay Regardless of that, I think Shay held her own. Shay's performance put me in mind of another performance of a Pointer Sisters song, especially the kicks she was doing, Coco mm. to I'm So Excited. Yes. Like, she borrowed those moves, but she brought excitement, fun, colour, like, so different to the Shay that we saw colour. doing. Colour, oh my God, that's so racist. <laughs> you can't say that, especially nowadays, so. <laughs> Okay, leave color out of this. I feel like I can't even make a joke, but anyway, um, because it's such a serious and real topic. No, we, what I mean is like it was it was a colorful performance. She brought fun and yes. attitude. Um, Twirls, and spins, so different attitude. to the shade that we saw during show. So emotional. Who was kind of stoic and very like robotic dance moves almost. And this was fun. She was grinding on the floor. She was kicking. I Look, loved her. It was a really, really good performance from both of them. Shay, I mean, halfway through, I was like, Shay's won. Yeah. She was giving off so much energy. She was giving off so much more. Mm. And I think that's what kind of pushed her over the edge to get that 20 grand. Really, really did. Um, she well deserved it. And she got to choose who went home. And it was... It was Angina. And I think this is probably the right choice. Yeah, well, it was. And you know what? It was the easiest choice because you basically said pick me. So thank you very much for making it easier. And even if we look at it in a purely objective way, like we love Angina, but she's performed actually really uh-uh. towards the bottom yeah. um, consistently this time. You know, India was off a high into a situation where I felt she was just outshone by her teammates, really, which is, isn't their fault. It's her fault, but still. And Mariah didn't feel deserved to be in the bottom. And she, I think she should have been high last week, Mariah. Yep. 
I would, have know, been, I would have been sad to see either of those girls. One thing that home. I want to say about bringing back a lip sync assassin is that the lip sync assassin's sole job is to send you home. Now, unlike the other girls, they don't have to prepare 12 outfits. They don't have to, like, you know, try to get everything ready in that mind space and mentality. All the lip sync assassin has to do mm. is learn one song and spend all of that time learning how to make that song the best, whereas the queens in the competition have to learn how to make eight songs the best yeah. they have to learn eight songs all the lyrics they also have to prepare all of these costumes they also have to put their, their head in the space of all of these challenges it's so it's such a big game so to win a lip sync against a lip sync assassin who already has the advantage of time is a huge thing it is going to be hard to be a lip sync assassin not just because they're a good performer but because they've got given they've got more time and more focus it's just once they only got one song to prepare. That's a really good observation. So congratulations, Shay Kool Aid, and this is the Shay Kool Aid that I wanted to see last week. She has finally arrived. She I'm, has. I'm back on the Shay train. I'm back on the Shay train. I never got off the Shay train. Like well, last week was not her best, but I I knew it was just a miscalculation. Well, you know we, what? We it actually was. saw an untucked. She only started learning. Um, Paul dancing 10 days before coming on the competition. I think that was, a I bad believe her. De- that was a bad decision on her part to even do pole dancing, if yes. that's the case. But she was trying to do something different. Respect to her for that. Um, and this is the show we know and love. Yes. And I'm foreseeing her gaining momentum like a runaway train. All right. Mm. Great. Well, that's the episode for this week. We've got a little preview for next week. And it's something very, very similar to the Clap 90. It is very that kind of where they it? have yeah. to create their own space, isn't it? So funny, weren't they the losing team that week? And yet, all we remember is Club 96. Yes, so they got that challenge up ahead, and then we also see a little bit of drama going on between Alexis Mateo and Miss Cracker. We won't get into <laughs> it too much, but all I want to say is that an angry Alexis Mateo, yeah, looks scary, absolutely. When she's not because she smiles so much, when she's not smiling, it's a completely different like, I'm frightened, yeah, I'm like, oh. I would Ooh. not like to take a right hook off Michelle, no. uh, Michelle, off Alexis. No, no, no. She, she's an angry, she's an angry man there. Anyway, guys, thank you again for joining us in All Stars Five. Again, um, follow the Facebook page that I told you. It's not called Spinning the Gene Tea. It's actually called All Stars uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Five. You'll know that it's the right one when you see Paolo approving you to join. <laughs> and what I want to do is, I really want to get everyone there. It's, it's a way for me to kind of engage and also get a, a feel on what everyone's talking about so that I can kind of bring that up next week. Who knows? Maybe I'll interview one of you, one of you listeners. Do you want to um, interview me? Your co-host. Can I join in I on drink the Facebook a bit page? Oh, not, true. I haven't invited you. You're not no, part of it. No. I, I'm very, very telling about the nature of our relationship. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys. Make sure to join there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us, uh, follow us on our social medias, wherever they are. But again, thank you for listening to Spilling the GNT with Polo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye.